we're on air. But, Are we? Um, hey. <laughs> okay. All right. Hello. Sometimes I like to surprise everybody. How's Thanks it going? Thanks for that. It's very nice. Dylan gets to look like he doesn't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Ever. You know this about me. I'm a show up and shoot from the hip kind of guy these days. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck, Sanzion. Um... Finally, he, dad's he not here. Dad's not here. Whoa. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a Sunday morning and I still need more coffee. That's that's how I'm feeling. I worked till like 1 a.m. last night. Yikes. Jeez, yikes. Yeah, that yeah. does not sound great. Yeah, that's what happens when UCB has a late show on my shift. So You're pretty tired, huh? I'm exhausted. Well, well, we'll make sure to get through this one quick so you don't fall asleep, you know? I fell asleep on the couch. I was like, okay, I got home and I was like, you know what? I'm not tired right now. I feel like I am not going to be able to get to sleep. So I like made a snack, like sat on the couch, brought up Prodigy. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to start watching from where I left off, which I think was like episode two. I'm like, they're only half hour episodes. No. No. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna get as far into it as I can. I was I didn't think I was gonna get to episode 17. No. But I'm like, I'm gonna get as far into it as I can. Sure, sure, sure. Before I fall asleep, so that I at least have a little bit more knowledge. Some context, yeah. Yeah, yeah some context on what's going on. And How'd that go? Uh, I think I got like 20 minutes into to episode two or three and then I just like <laughs> passed out and woke up on the couch at like 3 a.m. Like that didn't work. So I just went to bed. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Am I what I'm looking at the episode. For some reason I remember seeing a pair of brothers doing something and uh it's fresh oh created by that's what it was. Created by a pair of brothers. Oh okay. Or siblings or whatever. All right. All right, mystery fixed. Uh, I fell asleep on the couch on Friday night. Uh, and hey, do you guys ever fall asleep on the couch about while watching a movie or something that's like maybe a little freaky and then you wake up and you feel completely, you don't know where you are, you don't know what time it is, you don't know who you are. You and, just fucked yourself, basically. And you're just terrified and you're like, I have to go to bed. Like, I don't I know what's happening. I tend to not fall asleep on the couch. I rarely oh. do. But Friday night, I was watching a horror movie that was a little experimental, uh, and I fell asleep and then woke up and was just terrified. Like I, I was like, "What am? Who am I? What is happening?" I was like going in and out of consciousness. When when you say experimental, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, it was so the it was made in like the the late seventies, and it it's basically just a slasher movie. But like half of the movie got lost in like a fire so there's only like 60 percent of the movie and then the filmmaker like shot a bunch of other stuff and kind of tried to piece it together so like the editing's really frantic and there's like a lot of the music is just like really anxiety inducing uh and there's a lot of weird like blood and reusing shots and stuff and that sounds like literal hell i, I can't yeah. imagine <laughs> It was like, like, hey, Friday night, let's go. <laughs> well, I didn't expect it to be that. And I actually think it's like kind of genius. I think it's an incredible movie. But like <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I woke up and was like disturbed 
because I was just like, <laughs> I was going in and out of consciousness and I kept like waking up in my dream on the couch and then like going and then waking up and watching whatever was on the TV. Uh, it just reminded me as a, being a kid, I would spend the night at like my friend's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was kind of a little, uh, they had a little bit of money, this kid. So they had this like little cool uh, like movie room up uh, above sure, the... Sure, sure. Uh, the garage and for I remember some, having rich friends who had like a cool entertainment shit. room yeah, yeah and you're just like yeah. you're like what is this yeah what it, is this it was yeah. an entertainment room <laughs> and we would hang out in there and watch movies and stuff and i remember falling asleep one night to the tv on and then i woke up at like 2 a.m and robot chicken was on and for some reason that just dis- disturbed me waking sure. up at 3 a.m seeing robot chicken as like an 11 year old and just being like horrified so that was the experience that i had on friday night kind of doing that like an 11 year old watching robot chicken i guess yeah yeah exactly get it i get it if anybody else can relate to that (laughs) no yeah um yeah uh speaking of not really having much context for this episode uh before we even jump into anything uh, Mark, do you want to give us some context on this sure so when jan said he wasn't going to be here today i thought well, Uh-oh. shit. <laughs> because, because if, if correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, I, I did edit the last episode. Jan was the one that suggested this episode. Jan did suggest this episode, <laughs> and when he said he couldn't be here, I thought, the fuck? I don't think that the brothers have been watching this show. <laughs> no, we have not. Absolutely have not. not. And I was like, I know Jan and I have been watching, but yeah, okay. So it is a standalone episode, but. <laughs> There are some pretty huge plot points in this show um, that are revealed in this episode um, because it's the third to last episode before the finale. Oh, my God. Um, And so before the season finale. So I was like, all right. So we were texting last night and I thought we decided that. Hey, if anybody's not watching this this show, there's going to be some spoilers. I'm going to spoil some things, but um, so that's your spoiler. This alert is your spoiler alert. You're watching, like if you're watching right now, you, you just turn it off. This is your spoiler yeah. alert. And if uh, you then come back in like ten minutes, it's not going to take ten minutes, but I just want to give it a buffer time. Yeah, come back in like ten minutes. You're not really going to miss that much. If you're listening. Again, turn it off, come back in like 10 minutes. You're really not going to miss that much. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're curious what episode we're talking about, we watch Prodigy Season 1, Episode 17, Ghost in the oh, Machine. We're all, we're all over the place. Ghost right. in the Jesus Machine. Christ. Yeah. Let's continue with the context of this episode. <laughs> so... <laughs> So they spend the whole they spend the whole episode basically in the holodeck. And at the end, we get the reveal that... Hol- uh, um, hologram Hollow Janeway, who's been their guide for the whole series, basically, has betrayed them. Yeah. Okay. See, that didn't hit me as as big as it probably hit people who watched right. the show. So the the Protostar, which is the ship that they're on, is harboring and and you think okay, so so the main goal that they've had for the entire series is get to the Federation, get to the Federation. So a mm-hmm. couple episodes earlier, they reach the Federation mm-hmm. um, and they realize that there's a weapon on their ship that if if the ship hails a Federation um the um computer Mm-hmm. The Federation computer gets corrupted and immediately f- starts firing on itself. 
shit. It's like a bug. It's like a virus. It's a, it's a, because the ship, Chakotay was flying the ship and it was taken to the future. And this weapon, this futuristic weapon was installed. Okay. Okay. So that's the context of, of what we're dealing with. And so hollow Janeway was also corrupted by the weapon. Gotcha. And so the ship itself is a weapon. So you have... They've been flying a bomb, basically. So they're basically... So so they were being chased by regular Janeway. Regular oh. Janeway was on that ship in the end. So regular Janeway has been chasing them. They they fled into the Romulan neutral zone, which is where they are currently when, the, when they're on the holodeck. They fled into the Romulan neutral zone, which Janeway was not allowed to follow them into. They, they got, she got ordered by, um, what's his name from, from, um, uh, next generation. Um, the one who took over while, while Picard was a Borg, the weird old guy. Um, no, no, he was the, he was the captain who came over and and took over. I know it happened. I don't remember who it was. See, this it's, is where Jan's really helpful. I know, He's got all this knowledge. It's Captain. Um, see, Loder's uh, gonna rip me to shreds. Um, see, Mark, you and <laughs> you and Jan are like Jellico, the, Captain Jellico. Jellico. There we yeah. go. Uh, you and Jan are like the brains. Loder's gonna be so mad at me. All this um, stuff. So Jellico, so Admiral Jellico tells Janeway, do not follow them into the neutral zone. So they go into the neutral zone and they're, they're safe in the neutral zone. And so they're trying to figure out how to disable this weapon and they can't figure out how to disable the weapon. So where we come in, like, so yes. Okay. So hollow Janeway convinces them that they're, and that's why they're like, but we're still on the holodeck. We can't figure it out. We're still on the holodeck. And then hollow Janeway gets them and puts them in touch with that ship that they find <laughs> is the Dauntless, which is the ship from Voyager, that the fake ship from Voyager. Janeway is on that, real Janeway is on that ship. And so if they hail real Janeway, the ship will start to fire on itself. So that's what they've been trying to do. They've been trying to figure out a way to disable this weapon without hailing Starfleet because they can't get in touch. They can't talk to Starfleet. So, so that's, that's the what the Morse... Thing. That's what the firing Morse code was. Right. That's why they were trying to figure out, okay, we need Makes to try sense. and fire Morse code or something. But then they're like, but they're going to think we're shooting at them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, basically, if they hail uh, Starfleet, they just self-destruct. Why don't, they, why, don't they just, why don't they just Morse code with the lights on their ship? That's, but Or just it, shoot themselves out of like an airlock. Well, ship. and that's the thing. And, and so that's in an earlier episode, they try to get rid of the protostar. Remember I told you they meet um, Okona? Mm-hmm. They try to get rid of the protostar and just sell it and, and get on another freighter, but that doesn't work either. That, that's that you tried. have to, they've if tried. you watch this show, it, there's, you think, oh, logically you could just figure it. They've done a lot of different things. That's why okay. it's worth watching. It, it really is a great, it really is a great show. Okay. Um, and they're and they're kids. That's the other thing. Is it's it's like teenagers trying to figure out how to how to figure this stuff out. So All right. and and the Janeway hologram, even though she's been mentoring them, she is corrupted, but she also doesn't realize it. Yeah, that's what it seemed like, which yeah. made it much less of a a blow, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like she was just evil the whole time. She no, no, no. She really cares about them as yeah. well. That's right. So Janeway's still alive. In this universe. Yes. This is okay. only like this only takes place a couple years after um 
Voyager. After Voyager and after Lower Decks. I think oh, this is actually okay. in the same timeline as Lower Decks. This is like 10 years before Picard. Okay. Gotcha. And um and this you said this ship went into the future. Mm-hmm. And that's why they have all these like futuristic tricorders and, and phasers. Mm. No, it's it's it was like it was like um top of the line technology when they when they made it. It was like cutting technology okay. when they made it. Okay. And it went into the future and so and um Janeway's been hunting it because she's looking for Chicote. Cool. Gotcha. Sick. All right. Because it was Chicote's ship. Fucking Chicote. Gotcha. Is there a gotcha. is there a peyote pad in there? There's gotta be a peyote. You gotta keep watching machine. to find out. What? God damn. <laughs> Fine. This is how this is how Mark's gonna get us to watch Prodigy. It's not that I didn't want to watch Prodigy. It's just I haven't gotten around to watching Prodigy. It's you know? it's for people who aren't big fans of Lower Decks, uh, they love Prodigy um, because it is very not serious, but it's it takes itself more seriously. Um, hmm. Well, and it's it, not it's it's not a comedy. Right. It's show. not a joke. It's a basically. kids show. Yeah. Right, and so it it while it has comedy aspects to it, you still want to teach kids good morals. Yeah, and so you're not going to just like completely fuck over something for a joke, right? Well, and the mm-hmm. second half of the season is it's a kids show. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a kids show for. I mean, I think I compared it to it's a good kids show, like which it's has like stuff Legend for of Korra, like a kids show, right? like Legend like, of Korra is a kids show, like. That kind of thing. Right. Avatar: The Last Airbender is a kids show. So. Like SpongeBob is a kids show. Like SpongeBob is a kids show, but a lot of adults love that show. Yeah, SpongeBob is just a got, good show because it's got its things for the adults. Like yeah. you, you can't have a kids show that adults hate to watch, right? Yeah, because they're the ones that are watching it with their kid. <laughs> it's really for the adults. Kids don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> the kids like they the don't. flashing lights and colors. Exactly. Right. Exactly. The adults like the plot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Genius. Um so, yeah. well, great. Should we get into it then? All this holodeck stuff? We should. Um so uh sit down on your couch um after a long hard day's work. Fall asleep and throw those wake throw up. those at, yeah, throw those earbuds in and be like, you know what? I'm going to power through like <laughs> five, six, seven episodes of my favorite podcast. And then like right as you start to hear it go, you start to fall asleep. And then you get juddered awake it, like five episodes later because all three of us are yelling in your ear. I disengage the safety protocols. Now that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. That's the that's our version of the horns at the beginning of TNG yeah, that wow. like jolt Oof. you awake. They pierce. <laughs> they really pierce through. And I don't understand why. God. It's the only show that does that. 
Speaking of speaking of uh, taking a nap, uh, Dylan, Dylan, I think you've explained your theory before on this podcast, but like a good show or a good sport to watch, anything worth is always watching. something. It's always something that you could fall asleep and nap to. Hundred percent. That's all of Star Trek for me. Yep. It's you know baseball is one of them, mm-hmm. and then like I turned on curling last night. Great uh, nap before work. And I was like, oh man, I I love this. And then I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. So there it is. I, I need more sleep. I watched I watched your Bonspiel last week. Did you? I had it on. I mean, I was playing video games while I right. had it on in the background. You um, watched us concede after four ends. Did you get that <laughs> fucked? You got really Dude, blown. Was, they got we got blown out of the they water. They got stopped. I have to admit, I didn't know the rules, and I was like, they're getting we got beat stopped pretty bad. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! Like, but it was interesting. Up. I was like, oh, and then they switched to another. They switched to another team, and I was like, Game. okay, I'm gonna yeah. turn this off. But still, yeah, I, it was no, interesting. that's fine. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. It was um, they we got we got like give we gave up like three in the first end, and then we like gave up like they like stole two or three in the second or like stole one in the second Mm -hmm. the third end like they stole another two and then like it was over by the time the fourth end it was clear that that team was very good though that's team siggins and they are they didn't win it this time um but they had won last year's men's playdowns so for context it's mopac men's playdowns which is uh usa curling does uh, club play down like club nationals every year and so it's like uh, men's nationals and women's nationals and each region gets to send a certain amount of delegates for the most part and so mopac is a region for usa curling and mopac gets to send one or two i can't remember and this is the way that they decide who they get to send to represent mopac damn that's so intense. we're going up against a lot of hard teams yeah there's like 10 teams there. Damn. So you guys got pretty <laughs> No, there was there was um 18 men's teams there. Oh damn. Did you guys win anything yeah. any games? We won one game hey. out of our four games. All right. That we played. Moist. That's that's a win, my dude. That's a win. It's a W. Yeah. That's a W. Oh, the three of the games we should have won. Well, I Everybody should should have won. Yeah, we should. Win I everything. feel like yeah, we, we, we can't should all bandits, have more listeners. Right? You know, we can't yeah. all be the bandits when it comes to winning things. Just, it's true. It's very true. Dylan, are they going to? I know we're way off topic. Are they going to <laughs> televise um, the uh, the revival at all? I don't know. You're gonna have to come to North Carolina to see. What is the revival? I just don't think... Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to have the money to be able to do that. <laughs> Lame. Uh, we got invited to the Bandits. Our baseball team got invited to go play in North Carolina at a... Oh, the nice. Sandlot Revival is what it's called. It's like a revivalist theme uh, baseball tournament. What is the revivalist theme? <laughs> like about? church. Like, uh, it's a theme. Like... Um, Gospel, uh, like gospel church. church themed, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, the Church of Baseball is the idea. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're going to North Carolina. We're Fun. taking this show on the road. Uh, anyway, back to the Star- the Star Trek episode. Um, this was written by Chad Quant. I think I said that right. Uh, and it was directed by Andrew L. Schmidt. Uh, and it first aired on December eighth, twenty twenty two, which was very 
very recent. It was like a month ago. It was like a month ago. Um, so this is the, probably the most recent Star Trek episode we've we've ever reviewed currently. This is it. Yeah. This, would, you, would you watch it for the holiday content alone? Yeah, it's the whole episode, basically. I think they spent... And it was good. All but it was really the good. last 15, 20 seconds on the holodeck. So. Yeah, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got to say, though, I cannot stand the captain. Dal? Yeah. Dal. He, Does he, he grow grows, on you? He grows on you. The, <laughs> the first half of the season, the first half of the season, because the, the way the season broke up, because it's a 20-episode season rather than 10 episodes like the other ones are doing. Yeah. But they broke it up into two into uh, two halves of the Ooh. first of a season. The first half of the season, I thought, I'm not going to be able to watch this show because I, of him. I watched I one episode. I love the other characters. Yeah. Um, this he's so annoying during the break he's so annoying during the break it's like he went through character puberty or something because he's a completely different character in the second half of the Oof. season okay great so they they realized what they did and they fixed it in multiple in multiple episodes of the first half of the season you're like his arrogance is going to get them killed he's just a shithead he's going to get the whole crew killed yeah I, right. I watched an episode uh, I tried to continue watching it. This was a few weeks ago, and I watched sure. an episode where I don't even remember. I think it was when they like first get on the ship, and he's just like, "I'm the captain. I'm yeah. the captain. I want to be the captain." And I was like, "Dude, you need. I cannot handle this. It's too much. You need a fucking you need chill. To just stop." Yeah. Why are these people friends with you? <laughs> what I like is in one episode you see him and he's in his room and he's got the you remember the TNG episode the game oh hell yeah where they have like the thing on. and yeah. he's like wearing one of those and yeah. it's like the little discs are going. I remember. I remember. I think that is the episode we did last uh, because there was like some sort of holodeck content in it because I remember us talking about it and going like, is this gonna be? <laughs> Because you have to be, you get addicted by it. Like it, it makes you addicted. That's just a visual, How does this that's kid just a not visual get gag. No, that's just a visual I know. gag. <laughs> I know. But we talked about it because we're like, because we thought it was going to become a pop point. Because it's like, how does this kid not get addicted to this game that took over the fucking <laughs> the whole enterprise? Yeah. Maybe yeah. they fixed it. Maybe they were like, well, it's actually just pretty cool. It's not that <laughs> yeah. bad anymore. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Well, it was the Kobayashi. Aesop says, "Was it the Kobayashi?" And it was the Kobayashi. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Should we do a little summary wrap around? A, a I think we're calling yeah. it the roundabout. The roundabout. That's what. It was. Did we get the composer in here? Sorry, did I miss the composer? Uh, I, I I didn't say the composer. I couldn't, I couldn't find it. it. Oh, how do we not have a composer? We have one. It's probably the guy who does it all. Uh, hold on. Or is it the the woman who did the um, the theme? That's right. Yeah, I, it's the person. She didn't yeah. do the main. She, did she do the theme? I thought what's his Russo or whatever his name was did the theme, and she just got to be the the person doing all the music. I have no idea. I don't think they've let her do the theme. Like let them someone else do the theme. It's not on the alpha. We're just killing it today without Jan. We are just on our... We started an hour late. We don't know who the fucking person is. Uh, we didn't start an hour it late. It was definitely like 40 minutes, minutes, 45 minutes, minutes late. late. I, it yeah. was, okay, yeah. I, I was exaggerating, guys. I was exaggerating. You know, we only normally start recording okay, like uh, at 1030. I'm not giving anyone shit. I'm not so. giving anyone shit. I, I'm just, it was just an exaggeration. <laughs> We're all good. Everything's fine. 
All right, let's do the let's do the go around, and then the uh, if I can find the composer, <laughs> I'll let you know. We're, we're never gonna get it right now. The right roundabout, about. the go around, the the <laughs> the run around, the run around. The... <laughs> okay, who's got a clock? Clock, not clock. Timer. I don't know, Mister Clock Person. Get a timer. <sighs> You're really pushing my buttons today, Darius. <laughs> Okay, I can do it. I, I have a timer. I got it. Okay. I got it. What is it? 30, 50, 30 seconds? Let's do 15 seconds because it's pretty short. Uh... It was only a 20-minute episode. Yeah. All right, 15 seconds each on the clock. Well, that's going to piss Mark off. No, we can do 15 seconds. I just don't like it when <laughs> when it's we shorten things for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> this is a short episode, so we're only doing 15 seconds for each person. Okay. Uh, right. Who wants to start? I can start. All right, ready? Um, okay, and then uh, someone will just pick up after Mark. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we. Uh, I know Jan's not here, but we don't have to go that loose. <laughs> Darius, you go next. I'll finish it. Okay. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Mark me, Dylan. <laughs> okay, so it starts out, and the crew is on the on the bridge, and they're trying to figure out a way to. Um, to talk to one of the ships and it starts to destroy themselves. And it turns out it was a holodeck program. So they're all eating ice cream. And so they all go and eat ice cream uh, and they finish up uh, doing what they're doing and they all go to sleep. And then they find that there's a bunch of holodeck characters walking around. And then they find out that they're like in the holodeck still. And they go to everyone's like personal holodecks and they're trying to figure out how to get out. They're trying to figure out how to get out of the personal holodecks. One of them was like a mystery with the key. The next one uh, was in like a a jazz club, black and white. And then they go to a pirate ship and then they finally figure out like, Oh, this is actually the, they're trying to keep me distracted. Uh, That's it. That's, that's time for, me maybe that was a little too fast was it 15 seconds or did you do five seconds it was 15 seconds that's 15 seconds 15 seconds yeah you just got really in in classic trek to the holodeck form you got really caught up in that (laughs) i just wanted people to know (laughs) you know all the things not you dylan no he's talking about me oh he's like is that 15 seconds yeah real caught up in the intro uh, anyway, they go through all these holodeck programs and they finally realize that they're just being distracted, that this the skeleton key is classic. The skeleton key is actually just a uh, red herring and it's lead, trying to keep them distracted and they find out that they've been in the holodeck the whole time and evil Jane, not evil Janeway, corrupted uh, virus Janeway uh, has been keeping them in the, the place for the whole time. And bum, 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 they're going to the the zone, the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, it's yeah. Like fe- Federation space. Yeah. Federation space, and and it's kids show, so definitely nobody bangs. Nobody bangs. Do you think there's oh, a no. chance somebody bangs in like season seven? No, no. <laughs> the best the, be- the best we get is like a kiss. The best we, we do, get is we like do a get a kiss, kiss later later on. We do. We do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope it's not so. with doll. Fucking hate that guy. Probably is doll. It is it doll. Is doll and what's her name? Ah, <laughs> and Gwen. Yeah, but she's is. so cool. And doll's not she cool. Is, she is a badass. <laughs> she has that that weapon that like anthropomorphic weapon Morphs. thing yeah. that like turns in all those sick. things. She like turns it into a batleth at one point. She's such a badass. Yeah. That when they it's were gonna be, it's gonna be the biggest like uh spo- not spoiler uh, like twist in the end, and it's just gonna be like Odo. And it's going to be like, you've just been, 
You, Odo's just been your weapon this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, when that, that opening scene when they're like doing the uh, simulation, right? Yeah. Whenever uh-huh. I would see Dahl on the fucking, in the captain ship, and then I would see, what's her name? The other one? Uh, Gwyn. Gwyn. Gwyn with a G. Gwyn. I would always look at her and I'd be like, she looks like the captain. This fucking guy is not the captain. She looks like she knows what she's doing. <laughs> yeah. Which is very frustrating to watch. Again, Dylan, it's a kid's show, and so they have to ki- teach kids that, Look, like, that doll is not the way to go with being so cocky and all that shit. Well, yeah, but he He's doesn't have to be the captain. Lesson. He can... And I'm surprised you guys haven't commented on Murph yet. Murph's the big oh, rock Murph. person, right? Murph's, no, Murph's the little tiny gel thing. The gel thing. thing. Murph's great. Murph has grown with, tinda, with arms and stuff. Yeah. He like is morphed into like a little human now. They call it his metamorphosis. Because <laughs> <laughs> for the first for the first half of the show, he's, he's like a a goop like ball a goop, yeah a goopy yeah guy. goop ball. I like, and that's why I was like, well, that's cool. <laughs> I like the rock monster personally. Rock talk, rock talk. That's yeah. that. She's rock awesome. talk. She's fantastic. Very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're all great. Like except, except for, for doll, doll. <laughs> they're all great. Well, and then um, Jankum Pog, the um, Tellerite, who, who's um, Jankum Pog. Um, I don't really like him personally. Well, because the voice actor I is um, Jason. What's his name from from Parks and Rec? Um, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Jason Manzukis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Which yeah, Jason Manzukis. Wait, That's great. John Ra- isn't that a uh, Oh no, it's not that's, Jason. Uh, that's ben, not John Ralphio. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz oh, no, no, no. is John it's, Ralphio. Um, he's Dennis Feinstein from uh, from Parks and Rec. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Ra- uh, uh, yeah, Jason Manzukis. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I, I like Jankum Pog. I think he's fun. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I did like his holodeck sequence though. Yeah, the, the fighting, the, tel- the fighting, fighting was pretty good. Yeah, 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 that was pretty rad. The um, the ba- basically the uh, he's the wharf of the situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and he's the one who identifies that their the safeties are off because mm-hmm. he's like, hey, when the safeties are on, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Gets his tooth oh, punched man. out. So, so there really isn't any on ho- holiday stuff. So I think we just kind of like gotta say fuck it and just talk, talk about, about the, episode. the episode. Yeah. Um, That's what I was planning. But like, I love that they treat an ice cream party like going to the bar and getting wasted. That's what I thought too. Yeah. It's a, this is a classic (laughs) kids trope. Like uh, in the SpongeBob movie, when he goes to Goofy Goobers and and he's absolutely (laughs) fucking loaded on ice cream. And then it's just trashed. I love it. It's so good. like I want to know who was the person that decided ice cream is the is the alcohol for kids. Like, kids alcohol, hell yeah. I don't know, man. Have you ever had like a pint of ice cream? You feel like dog shit after. You, it's legitimately like a hangover. You're done though. <laughs> they leave the mess hall all just like Trashed, done. Yeah. yeah. When dog oh, goes back into his God. room and it's just like turn the lights off. Let me float into the darkness. Like yeah, he's very drunk. Very, very drunk. Oh, and they're just like they're just like uh, every time they talk about something sad, they add another scoop. It's like adding a shot. <laughs> I just would, like take a shot. I would like to say, 
uh, it's a kid's show, right? And we're supposed to be teaching kids how to good lessons about life. This is a very bad way to deal with your emotions. <laughs> I, I think it's hyper realistic because it's true. If the yes. kids, if the kids had the run of the house, hundred percent, this is what they'd be doing. I agree. Yeah. But do we want to show kids that this is the way to deal with your emotions? I don't think so. I think it's bad. But Dylan, it was all hollow ice cream. Yeah, they weren't. For some reason, they were sad about that, and I was like, "You should be happy about that." But also, like, as we know with the holodeck, it was probably real ice cream because it was just (laughs) just a replicator. Replicator. It's all it is. (laughs) I love. So you know they're they're like, oh damn, it's holodeck ice cream. No, but it's just real ice cream. Real ice cream. (laughs) I love this idea of somebody just eating. Mountains of ice cream and thinking it's just holodeck ice cream. In the holodeck. Yeah. <laughs> and then they come out and they just start puking. They're like, what the fuck? I thought it was a holodeck ice cream. Like, Dude, how much ice cream did you eat? I just kept eating. It was like pounds, pounds of ice cream. <laughs> you know, you know the holodeck just replicates that shit, right? What? What? <laughs> I thought I could just eat forever and not get sick. <laughs> they walk they walk up after their after their break onto the onto the bridge and get into like their con position and they're like, Man, I am feeling like I'm absolutely trash. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know, man. I was in the holodeck. I was eating like pounds of ice cream, just had to like <laughs> let off some steam. What? You ate pounds of yeah, but it's holodeck ice cream. It's fine. It's not real. <laughs> No man, that's real. That's very real. <laughs> Fire phasers. <laughs> Fire phasers. Projectile vomit. <laughs> um, lower decks. There you go. There you go, lower decks. Here's another More one. content for there you. There you go. There you go. Oh man. Um, all these holodeck programs are very cl- like just classic holodeck programs, and I'm glad that they've incorporated the holodeck great. into the show. I really liked the mystery one. That one the mystery fun. one is very Jean Luc. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that he called it Milk Toast, <laughs> the Milk mm-hmm. Toast Mystery Program. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very data as well, though. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like it's, it's so much data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the uh, lounge, like the jazz lounge, was that the same lounge from Lacona? From the outrageous Akona where he learns like stand up and comedy. I don't know. Kind of felt was, like it. Is that the one where he meets Joe Piscopo? Yeah. From mm-hmm. SNL. Um, Unfortunately. I, yeah. I didn't realize it was that early in the show that he meets Joe Piscopo. Um Notorious episode. It is the outrageous Akona, right? Yeah. That that's the one where he learns to do bad comedy. Yes. <laughs> we hate that episode. <laughs> or I hate that episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the oh, pirate ship was very um generations. Is it generations? Yeah. Wait, was there I I wrote this down that there's not enough pirate uh action and I'm now I'm starting to remember there is a scene in generations where they're all on a pirate ship, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's the that. bounty, isn't it? The mutiny on the bounty and Oh no, yeah. they're on the Enterprise. They're on the Enterprise, the, the That's original what it is. Enterprise. Yeah. The original Enterprise and doesn't Picard perform a marriage or something like that something weird like that 
I just no. It was it's Worf's promotion is what it is. It's, it's right, Worf's that's promotion. what it is. And they that's make him is. walk the plank, and then mm-hmm. they di- yeah. they disappear the the plank, and he falls into the water. They they're just an asshole to Worf at his promotion. Yeah. It's great, pretty much. Good, good times. <laughs> Love that. And then and then Data, who activates his emotion chip or whatever, pushes Deanna into the water because he thinks it's funny. Right, it's good times. Right. Classic good times. Right. Well, <clears throat> that's less that's less pirate ship and more like uh, naval. Like um, like tradition, tradition like maritime stuff. I want like pirate and, action. I, I, I we didn't get enough pirate yeah. action in the holodeck. Like a lot of people say the holodeck is overused. I think it was underused and underutilized <laughs> because uh, they had so many opportunities to do such cool stuff and they didn't. We should just write a Star Trek show that takes place exclusively on the holodeck. Nobody's gonna watch that. Yeah. People hate the holodeck. But you don't find that. It just... Well, no. Sorry, that's Enterprise. That's called Enterprise. Damn it. I was like, you don't find out until the end. And I'm like, oh, that's how they did Enterprise. Okay, never mind. (laughs) That notoriously went over great. (laughs) Dara's over here. I got the next big show. I'm Elon Musking Enterprise, okay? (laughs) Did anybody... Speaking of this... Did anybody see? I saw this video of uh, at CES. They did the little. They had a. They built a hyperloop in uh, in, <laughs> in Vegas, Vegas for CES. So stupid! Oh my god! So and the guy so who's dumb. taking the video is like, "This is a future man. This is so sick." And I was like, "This is bad subway. This is a it's bad, bad subway." subway. <laughs> no offense to you two. Straight men are the worst on the planet. Uh, no, no, they are. Because you know that straight guy was like, bro, this is amazing. And I, I was watching it and I was like, this is what really turns you on? Like this? Are Psychotic. you serious? This? What are you, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, it, that video hurt my body watching it just because, it, oh, it's a subway and but it's worse. It's just cars. We have we have these things. We have these things already. They're trains, they're subways, and they're buses. We have them, and they carry more people. Like come and on, and they cost a, a tenth <laughs> of what this costs. <laughs> I took the bus to work the other day. Yesterday, it was free. I don't know what the it, dash maybe because Martin are Luther free. King weekend. The day that dash, the dash buses, buses are free. Are free yeah. That's it was great. Yeah, I took the bus like four times yesterday <laughs> for free. It's awesome. That's <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> wow, I just can't. But they're uh, also running. The dash buses are also running like sixty minutes behind. Yeah, schedule, that's bad. So. That's bad. <laughs> you know. Well, you know that those that's hyperloop hyperloop's going to be running sixty minutes behind schedule. Also, once they get built. hyperloop's going to be unusable because there's going to be an accident that just like <laughs> that kills ten people. The whole thing stops the whole thing. Like. <laughs> Honestly, seeing seeing the cars go through the tunnel gave me anxiety because I was like, in a subway for some reason, I'm like, we're on a train. There's nothing I do about it. But when you're in a car, I, for some reason, it just feels like, what if something happens? I'm going to be it's, stuck down somebody, here. Somebody took that video uh, and just kind of like, uh, I think they did like a sketch, TikTok sketch or whatever, and basically like voiced over it like, oh, this is cool. But like, I don't know. What if we just, oh, God, what if we put the cars on? tracks <laughs> so that so that they could you know they don't they, they don't get lost they don't hit the walls like nothing can happen and you know what like they don't have enough 
they don't have enough carrying capacity. So why don't we just like hook them together <laughs> and just like <laughs> my favorite part of that video is for some reason this is the part that got me when the Tesla pulls up and there's a little uh, space for them to pull off and pick people yeah. up and then get back on and I was like it made my Tyler. brain melt because I was like with a train. You don't need that. No, so you don't need to pull <laughs> you don't over. Need to pull over. Here's my thing. I'm okay with the hyperloop in Vegas because Vegas is so pointless already right. that like it's a tourist the, thing. like the novelty of doing like all right, Vegas, you want some sort of public transportation. Well, I'll Here, give you the do novelty. Your but make shit. sure it's safe. Just make sure it's safe. Like other than that, like fine, because Vegas sucks. Those tubes, like, <laughs> those tubes are so claustrophobically small. They look to me, I was like, you couldn't you couldn't even open your door. Like if there was an emergency, it didn't look like you could open your door and no. get out. Like, oh also ooh. the tubes, do they weave? I saw them like you had to like turn around stuff. They don't just probably go straight. Anyway, I only say probably because because they're so stupid. Like he's such a stupid person that like it, that would make the most sense it in his. Really brain. made me think of the People Mover in Tomorrowland <laughs> yeah. at Disney World. Um, but that's that's better. But that's the thing is it was like it, similar to what you're saying about Vegas, where it's like this is something for a, an amusement park for yeah, for right. the novelty of Las Vegas, like realistically this could not go in any real city it has to go in a fake Some city like las bullshit. vegas like it can't go in a real city <laughs> i thought the whole idea of this was so that it could go like 200 300 miles an hour i thought that was, it was. The idea. His, his original like like Elon Musk's original which he probably stole from somebody it's not his he does yes that. yeah no he doesn't yeah, have his original thought. like puking of idea on some podcast or th something was it is a it is a tube that can be the air can be sucked, sucked out, out of, of. Yeah, that's so you basically have a vacuum tube and you could send pods like hundreds of miles an hour through it sounds cool basically that's a futuristic thing and then it's slowly just gotten dumbed down <laughs> into this like highway. <laughs> uh, underground highway of Teslas. That you can't even of Teslas. <laughs> like I don't know what happened. Like the world's most expensive bumper to bumper traffic. I, it's just like I so thank you, stupid. thank you for explaining that to me, Darius. Because I remember when it first came out, I was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah. three hundred miles! You could block the cars in it and go three hundred miles whole, an hour. Cool!" It wasn't even cars, Dylan. It wasn't even cars. It was pods. Oh, sorry, and pods. The thing was, That's right. It was pods, and what they were trying to accomplish was uh, taking subway, the G forces basically. out of, like, basically, yeah. like making it like a any high speed train in any other country other than the United States where you can go way fast and not feel the G's of it. Yeah. Like that's what the original idea was. <laughs> wow. Incredible. Anyways, anyway, uh, thanks for coming us back to start on that journey. I needed to get that out. Um, something else about the proto star is it has something that has a drive that goes faster than normal warp. What? Yeah, that's what makes it novel. Is it's got this protostar drive that makes it go faster than warp. Does it go that's, faster than warp ten? Uh, the, so is it like the? It's, it's not like, like the threshold. It's, it's not like the threshold, blinking. but it's not as fast. It doesn't have like a spore drive. Yeah, it's not going to turn them into worms, though. 
No, you're not going to get turned into salamanders. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Because Janeway has something to say about that. Yeah. Again, I started watching last night uh, earlier episodes, and uh, the episode that I started with was the one where they have an away mission on a planet, and they land this thing, and the protostar has a single foot to land on. <laughs> a single foot. Really? It's weird. Is that the one where the planet tries to eat them? Yeah, that's the thing. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say it, and for anybody listening who has tried the show once or twice and just can't feel like you can't get it, is worth it. it especially when you get into after after the mid season break, um, they 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 ended on a good note the the first half on a good note, and they push into the next half when they start meeting people from the Federation, when they start focusing more on. Janeway, the real Janeway comes into the show. Spoiler alert, sorry, but the real Janeway does come okay. into the show. Um, it is a, it is a very very good Star Trek, um, and it, it honestly to me jumps Discovery um, as far as storytelling goes, as far as like reaching audience goes. It's very good. How many episodes do I got to get through in order to get to that point? Probably six or seven. <laughs> okay, that's speaking doable. of how many episodes. I love, this is like, I believe the only Star Trek on air right now that's going to go over 10 episodes in a season. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's it, cause it's got this classic, like half hour episode. We're going to have like 20 something episodes in a season, you know, like that's the only Star Trek on air that does that. Even lower decks, it like only does like 10 episodes, yep. right? Like, I'm a big fan of if television just went to 30 minute episodes, 20 20 episode seasons for everything I wouldn't complain I would be absolutely fine with that personally and the whole story takes place over the full one season I think that's because people are like people are like well it it took a break in the middle so it's really two seasons and it's like no the the one story story weaves throughout the whole first season had they not watched television that I hate That's that. That's old school oh, television. Break, so it's te- technically a second season. I'm like, no, you just you've been brainwashed into thinking that seasons are only ten episodes. Right. That's what like, TV used to do. <laughs> they always used to take yeah. a a little break. Yeah, a mid season break. Yeah. yeah. If you look at fucking The Walking Dead, their final season was broken up into three eight episode like chunks, basically. So like, well, and especially you can make a season whatever you want. Especially cartoons. Be. Cartoons used to do that right. all the time. So yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, do we have anything else we want to talk about before we head into the uh, archives? We should probably hop into the archives. We here should. Um, <clears throat> I just felt bad for Janeway, robot Jane or hologram Janeway, because she got virused. Yeah, I can't remember if this is the very first episode where you realize she's virus. They may have alluded to it in um, a previous episode, but the kids didn't know about it until this episode for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I feel bad for her too. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All righty. Let's check out the archives then. Yeah, let's do that. Accessing Starfleet Archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Hey guys. This place is wild. It's fucking weird, right? Why is everything in black and white? 
I don't know. Um, is this really how Lopez sees things? He li- This is where he lives. He lives in here. I, on the way in, I saw a rose, mm-hmm. and it was red. But only the rose. Everything else was black and white. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Did That's you pick weird. it? Yeah, did, did you, you touch it? it? No, I thought it was weird. I wouldn't want to touch that shit. If everything else is black and white and that thing's in color, something's wrong with it. Right? Like, I, well, maybe. Have you, if, seen, have you seen any people? No. I did. Uh, well, you did? Yeah, I saw I saw a couple people. There's one person that was just black and white, but then there's another lady who was in all color. Did you Did you talk no. to her? Was, was, she, was she a Vulcan or was she a, a human? <clears throat> she was a human. They're all humans. I don't see any Vulcans anywhere. There were no Vulcans. Well, I don't see Vulcans. I haven't seen any Vulcans. Do you think Lopec is not a Vulcan in this holodeck? And maybe that's why we can't find him. It's because he's human. <laughs> because he looks like a human. We don't know what he looks like without his ears. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> he might be. This might even be his house. It was unlocked. I feel bad about walking into an unlocked house, but like I literally don't know what else to it's do. The hol- it's the I don't suite. know what else to it's do. It's a hollow suite. It's fu- <laughs> there are no restrictions in the hollow suite. You know That's that. true. We did just yeah. walk in on him. Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. And this is kind of our space now because we're holograms. This is how we do things. This is our space. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, our space... Um, I'm selling these little plush toys uh, that I... The fuck is that thing? It's a... I can't remember what they're called. Is it alive? No, 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 no. It's like a stuffed animal. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I found them on another uh, another holodeck. It it, it seems like... What was it? The rock person. uh, Rock talk, I think, is is their name. Yeah. They have this holodeck program where they take care of these little these little creatures. And oh, yeah. I saw it and was like, dang, that's a very marketable little thing there. So uh, I got these made up. Uh, they're little plush toys. They're twenty nine ninety five, um, <clears throat> And you have to call this phone number in order to, like, get one. I can't really give you one right now. You have to call. Are the they number. all black and white? No, they're usually color, but for some, you know, in this particular situation in Lopex uh, world that's black and white. I see a little note there on it that says three payments of twenty five. Yes, yeah, we've partnered with this uh, this uh, no interest uh, like uh, layaway situation. Um, but it's not like layaway. You know layaway you would like layaway you don't get to keep you, you don't get to keep to- it. This is future layaway where you get to keep it but you just you know pay as you go sort of thing. What happens if I don't pay it back? Um, there's a possibility of like a bubble forming and then uh, an economy collapsing, but it's not our economy, so uh, it, it you don't have to worry about it, really. You'll be fine. Okay. So, economy could collapse if we don't pay for these little plushy things. Yeah, but it's not your economy; it's somewhere else, so you don't really have to worry about it. I would advise that you pay for them, but I- I'm getting paid anyway, so it's not really. Oh yeah, oh, not for future layaway. I'm already getting paid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I think this is Lopex's house, actually. Yeah. I was just I was looking through the bookshelves because that's what we do in the holodeck. We just no, go in and bookshelves. we just yeah we just write through, through things. things. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there's a picture of Lopex with uh, what I'm assuming is a wife, but uh, and like two kids. But I don't know. Oh. So you got a family in here? Look at this. I I think so. 
I think he has a whole fit, like a whole. What do they used to call it? The nuclear family. Yeah. Man, his kids are. Uh, he's got <laughs> ugly looking kids. <laughs> yeah. Wait, look. I don't wait, know. wait, look at his ears. They're round. They're round. They're round ears. Round ears. He's got. In his fantasy, he is a human. Yeah. Whoa. And he's got funky, That's funky weird. looking kids. Man. I wonder if he's three, I, t- I don't three times it, weaker. Maybe. That would be. That would be fascinating. I don't think it helps his kids that he dresses them in just like tiny shorts and like a little tiny like tie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. With like a collared shirt. And it's, it's weird because him and his wife look completely normal. And uh, like they, they look very, very, very cool. Uh, those kids, man. Wild. I wonder what their names are. I, oh, hold on. You just turn it over. It's got names on the back. His wife's name is Rebecca. Oh. Uh, his first kid's name is um, Jonathan, mm. and his second kid's name is um, is Rachel. Oh, that's wow! Sweet, pretty big, like, pretty very like normal, very normal human, human names. names. Like leaned yeah. into those like Old Testament, uh, <laughs> yeah, like Jewish yeah. names. So yeah, it's really. Interesting. Oh, what's this? There's a Bible on the coffee table. It says oh, Holy Bible. What? Wait, yeah, he he must have gone like, did he convert? He he's really leaning. This is like. He's really leaning into this. Wait, wait, computer. Maybe that's why. Computer, wait. Maybe what that's year why there is was, it? 1954. <laughs> maybe that's why there was kind of like a bigger church on the corner. Holy like Bible. it was a little bit bigger than most of the other houses. Weird. You know? Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's super odd. Wait, hold on. Hold on a second. It's a. I think he might be the re- the reverend of this church. Oh no! I think he might run the church. What? Because like. If you look here, it's like all of the the tithing like reports on like how much he like each person gave to the church, uh-huh. and like he signed it. What the hell? As like the head of the church. Hold on, hold on. Look in the closet. Look in the closet. He's got you. He's got. Oh, he's got the, the little outfit with the, the white like the thing. robes and the collar with the yeah everything. Little outfit. I. What the I fuck Vulcan's is going on? Abandoned religion like like centuries ago. <laughs> Me too. This is fucking weird. He always made fun I, of me for believing in the prophets. He keeps calling them wormhole aliens. What the hell? I know he loves human like culture, but I think he got caught up in the wrong part of human culture. Yeah. The the 1950s and Earth culture were terrible. They were pretty rough. They were Not terrible. Oh man, I. Do you guys think? Do you guys think he's? Do you think he's scamming people? Because like we know he doesn't really believe in religion i mean does he really not believe in religion are we sure yeah we're not 100 percent sure on that but how like, much did they could how he many donations did he get from the people at the church it was fifty thousand oh dollars you know what i'm looking through his his notebook here too and it looks like he has plans to do like a uh a television evangelist thing here too it looks like he's trying to start what that they used be- to call mega churches oh, oh my god man, hey Pert, that'd be a really great place to sell your plushies. You're though, right. He, You're right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You could have like a commercial call them like, in like the middle healing of it. plushies or something. Healing plushies. Healing plushies. Yeah. Right. Wow. And you don't even have to put three payments. You could just say ongoing payments to the yeah, church. Yeah, it, it, it comes free 
with your donation to with the church. Your with your church. Yeah. Wow. It'd be a subscription service, but you just basically call it a donation yeah. or a tithe. Yeah, it'd be a subscription service to the church. Wait, this calendar over yeah. here says it's Sunday. He's probably preaching right now. We <gasps> should go. We should, we should go. That's what the bell was when we were walking yeah. in. That's what the bell oh, was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Calling people to the Interesting. church. All right, let's go find him. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I, I have right. want to see this guy. Another block in the interesting lore of, uh, of Lobex, Lobex who's like. died twice. <laughs> He's died twice and is now a evangelical a scam pastor. preacher scam in the 1950s. <laughs> Guys, I love that you... Uh, spoiler alert for last episode if you haven't listened to the last episode yet. So, uh, spoiler. Um, I love that you just made me... Uh, a. Uh, like a fake Vietnam like a, in the last like a, <laughs> chilling out in an Atlantic City casino. Our idea was you had like the Vietnam vet hat and everything. You just bought all this shit with two canes. Yeah. Um, oh, also, man. kudos to you for yes the sound design. Of sound design that. Was I loved it. It was like the promenade sound going into casino sound, <laughs> and then the. The fight sound. <laughs> the constant screaming was excessive. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest was part the to me. Part. It was the best part to me was like you listen to it and it's funny, and then towards the end it just gets real it's sad. Depressing. <laughs> <laughs> because they're like all you hear is Dylan ordering a drink <laughs> and just screaming Screams and punching and in punches. the back. <laughs> so good. Uh, all right, let's rate this friggin' episode. Um, so the oh, the bartender man. at the um, at the lounge is John Noble, the diviner. <laughs> the diviner is John Noble. Okay. Which um, did you? Were you guys Lord of the Rings fans? Um, I I've been known to indulge. Um, yeah. Do you yeah. guys know who John Noble is? I'm looking up looking it up right now he's he's um denethor from lord of the rings he's the one oh who gets, shit he who gets burned alive and yeah he eats the he's the like eating disgusting the disgusting tomatoes like, yeah, or yeah, whatever. yeah. The, during the asmr scene during <laughs> yes. return of the king he's yes. that guy he's that oh, guy wow. and i love him wow he's wonderful he's the one who burns alive and jumps off the end of the uh, the end of the city and damn yeah. Oh, that's man, truly that's great. The, I mean, I remember a lot of stuff from Lord of the Rings, but the main thing that I remember is that scene well, where he's, he, eating, he's those eating fucking while tomatoes. Everybody, yeah, and everybody like, and oh. his kid get killed. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so, fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. What a great job! Well, yeah. good for him. Whew. All right. Yeah. Great guest star shout out. Thank you for that. Yes, he's mainly the only guest. Everybody else is part of the main cast. Um, in this this uh, he's like the main bad guy, right? Yes. Yeah. He's uh, or he, he's from, mom. Yeah, or he's dad. Uh, Gwen's dad. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I still don't really like their like general Grievous esque character. All right, that's um, uh, I forget his name. They have a general Grievous character. Yeah, his name is. Uh, hold on, his name is Dreadnought, um, and he's basically. John Noble's character's name is the Diviner, and oh, that's okay. his like robot companion who uh, is he looks kind of okay. like General Grievous. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not great. Oh well. 
He's not in this episode. Whatever. He's not in this episode though. Um, I uh, pulled up the rating stuff and got it ready. <laughs> so I actually did something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, Jan, I don't appreciate you uh, saying what the fuck did I do to the sheet uh, <laughs> in the last episode because uh, all I did was the same thing you do. What <laughs> <laughs> did you do to the sheet? <laughs> Oh my god. Um great. So uh let's do this dialogue. Dialogue. There's some good dialogue. Good. I enjoy pretty solid. And you're going off of the whole episode. So there's a lot to pick and choose from. There is. Um nothing totally stood out to me as incredible. The line uh, the line I really enjoyed was um, Zero, who is the little robot, mm-hmm. yeah, said, uh, the mystery is a feat. Um, and <laughs> I enjoyed that because Zero is a cloud and doesn't have feet, so he wouldn't know that a foot is the correct word. The correct mystery word. is a feat, so he doesn't really know the, the correct terminology. And it's also, and it's also a pun because there were some wordplay yeah. going on there because it's at their feet. Um, uh, all the dialogue to me also played into the camp. Um, that I really that stood out to me that I really liked, like when they're on the pirate ship and one of the uh like henchmen guys is just basically like, "I'll go looking for it (laughs) on shore," and like jumps off the (laughs) ship. Like I forgot that that was my favorite part (laughs) of this whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) Love that so good. Dives off the ship. Oh man, that was awesome. <laughs> the the broken key. It's like, oh, the the thing's called the broken key and then it was the the key on the uh keyboard, I mean on the the piano was broken, like very yeah. on the nose. I loved all that kind of stuff. So good. So, yeah. Very simple mystery. Like the names, the names of things like the what was it? The the basement door society or like the the, the keyhole was it? Oh uh, yeah. Was it called the first the, the key club? club? The key club. That's what it was. Yeah, right. But like the first, the first mystery uh, that he's the mystery people that he's a part the of. Cellar door society. Cellar door society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's all. I know it's it's all more. It's, it falls into camp for me. It's um for me, I'd say probably like a good three. You read my mind. Middle of the you road. You read my mind, Darius. Yeah, three point five. Also, yeah. Also, yeah. We're not, we're not easy on these episodes. Yeah, Yon okay? really came in like really. We're not too hard on these episodes. So, <laughs> God, Yon, has been, Yon's been coming in hot. <laughs> a I little feel testy like, with some recently. Yon, uh, in in our Discord uh, yesterday, Lopez Lopec was like, "Hey, not Lopec. Um, Lodair was like, "Hey, I, I, I really want to listen to the newest episode, but I'm." Rewatching DS9 in order, and like I'm not to that point yet, so like I'm gonna hold off to listen to the episode until I go and rewatch it in order. And and they're like, yeah, it's silly, I know. And I was like, yeah, it's not that silly. Like we all understand that. Like we've done that before. And then <laughs> Jan comes in out of nowhere, like towards the end of the day after this conversation is kind of like lulled, and is like. To be fair, I don't think Darius has watched the episode either. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oops. 
Ouch. And I was like, I haven't. You're 100% right. I have not watched that episode. Ouch. And it sucks that I haven't Oops. watched it yet because like, yeah. <laughs> Ouch. You got to get on that. Coming in hot. hot. <laughs> oh, All right. What do we got next? All right. Romance. Zero. Not not a zero <laughs> for me. Um, they This is all of their favorite um, favorite. Holodeck holodecks. This is how they all relax. This is all of their most indulgent, most the only one we didn't see was Rock Talks um hospital for these little guys. Oh yeah. Um but what about what's her that's name? A mobile Do we game, see basically. The, she doesn't she doesn't go uh she doesn't have she one, doesn't go right? on the holodeck. Um, Who? Uh what's Gwen. her name? Gwen. That's true. Gwen. We don't see Gwen's. Um but we don't see Rock Talks, but the little plushies are everywhere. Um, and so I think there's something about everybody kind of getting a sneak peek into everyone else's fantasy worlds um, that I, I thought was um, there's a romantic aspect or a very intimate aspect to that. Um, so I'm not going to, yeah. it's not going to get a high score. I, I said 1.5. Um, so not zero, especially because I, it's a kid um, show. And so romance is not, readily available in a kid's show like this. It's fair. Right. Dylan, did you want to change no, your score? Or you I, keep it I, I, I think Mark's point is totally valid and I agree with it. I just don't see it as super, you know, such a romantic light. I see it more in a, um, just insight in, into what these characters like and dislike and who they are. It gets a point. It gets a point five for me, but for a different reason than that, uh, because of, uh, was it, What's the uh, Jantum Tog Pog Jankum Pog Pog's love for ice cream? <laughs> um, gets a point five. <laughs> uh, action. This is this is, well, this is big. This is a big five for me. Five for me five. too. There's a lot Huge of action. Five for me. The, the whole pirate ship scene. Jankum beating up on the Tellerite thugs <laughs> in the, the motorcycle game the alleyway. <laughs> Um, the opening yeah. scene where they're fighting the, they're shooting. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a five. That's a big old five. It was an action packed. Big episode. old five. <clears throat> Love it. Suspense. Um, are they going to get, get out of the holiday guys? Are they going to figure out the what's mystery? going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's so there is a, there's a good amount of, there's suspense a mystery there to be me, solved for sure. Yeah. And, and the, the whole episode is them trying to solve the mystery and then them realizing that the mystery itself is not what's going on. And so them trying to figure out what's going on outside of the, the red herring mystery. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. was a very suspenseful episode. I thought. Totally. Totally. I feel like the, um, resolution of it, like figuring it all out, and this is just because they only have a half an hour and it's a kid's show, so you can't go too far into it. It was just a little too quickly yeah. wrapped yeah. up. It was just like a, this is what happened, you know? Like, instead of like, I don't know. It could have been drawn out just a little bit more. But again, it has its reasons, mm-hmm. so. Fair. I'm going to give it a four. Um, I said four. Yeah, that, that sounds the, um, good for me. Funnily too. enough, the Orville has a very similar episode to this Ooh. where they're going through these um, simulated things and they just decide to stop going through the simulation and like mm-hmm. veer off. And so I thought that was interesting that the Orville has like almost a, an exact same plot episode. Yeah, that's rad. 
Does the or I forget? It's been so long. Does the Orville have its its version of the holiday? Yeah, it does, it's, it's right? called the Simulator. Honestly, we should there do are some, some great, episodes. great, great Simulator episodes of the. Orville. The only one that I remember is uh, the Wharf character being addicted to like hollow porn. Yeah, he that's is. That's the only episode porn, that sorry. I. That's actually a really good episode. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all naked. There's like a bunch. <laughs> yeah, of them there's like a bunch like, of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we should do. We should definitely do some that Orville stuff because it's not strictly t- track. But there's it's bonus one where, episodes. Uh, bonus episodes. There's one that I love where um, a character commits suicide, um, and one of the children recreates the character on in the simulator, and and Whoa. the the children's mom is mm-hmm. like, "You can't do this. Like, we can't." It's fucked up. Yeah, we can't yeah. recreate these people. And he's like, well, no, he's right here. And she's like, no, you can't. Well, like, we can't make that it sounds happen. really good. Yeah. That's Cassie Yates, Penny Johnson's so character, good. who I yes. love her so much. We she's should so we should do, uh, if we ever had a Patreon, we should uh, do an Orville simulator <laughs> side pod. It'd be fun. <laughs> oh, man. The Orville. Trek to the simulator. Trek to the simulator. Uh, <laughs> okay, camp. It's super, it's campy, super for me. campy. Oh yeah, it's a kids show. And the thing is, <laughs> but that's the thing is like they accomplish camp way better than um, lower 100%. decks because because it's not only for the comedy. Like it's it, the camp plays into the kids show aspect of it. It just it hits yeah. right. Like yep. when when uh, Mar- Merv Murph Marv Murph <laughs> starts singing. Yeah. Like so yeah, good. Yeah. When he puts and on so his little campy. fedora and his starts singing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so goofy. <laughs> good, it's so campy. I think like, the camp only really works because of the tone of the show. Because the the tone of Lower Decks is explicitly humorous. It's explicit just like humor. And the tone of this show is not totally humorous. So when camp does come about, it reads as campy and not as just another joke. Well, when like the when f- Jenkin put um they go to the, the alleyway with all the, like, the biker gang and he puts Incredible. on his like his like Dragon Ball Z moves. He's like, don't worry, the safeties <laughs> yeah. are on. And he's like, hey, yeah. that's like... <laughs> yeah, it's super campy. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the whole thing that we talked about about how they, in all kids shows, just analyze, they, they make ice cream uh, alcohol. Yeah. Like that to me is also just super mm-hmm. campy. Like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm a goofy so, goober. Yeah, I'm, it's a I'm big five. Say five yeah, well. it's a five. And stakes. I mean, they're stuck in the holiday. They're stuck. <laughs> they don't the, get out. The safeties are off. The stakes really manifest themselves. And understanding the show and understanding the kind of the context I explained in the first scene, mm-hmm. when they're they're trying to figure, they're simulating them making contact with the Federation and what how to do that in an effective way mm-hmm. do we shoot morse code like they're trying to figure out how they can effectively make contact with the federation without spreading this virus that their ship has to other federation ships that's where the stakes come in gotcha. um also the stakes of getting out of course um and the stakes of hollow janeway but really in that first season i feel like that's where most of the stakes come in because it's like we want to get to the federation but we can't give them this virus that we have hmm. i think right. for me i i'm gonna go with the three because i think 
it gets docked a few points just because it is a serialized situation and like those stakes don't really read unless you have watched the rest of it. Um, but the stakes of them getting out of the holodeck are pretty valid for me personally. The stakes of them getting out of the holodeck are pretty high for me. I, I correct me if I'm wrong. They find out that they're on their way to the, um, Federation space and can't turn it off in the holodeck, right? What do you mean? Did did, did they do we when they're in the holodeck? Like when we're rating this because we're only rating right. what's in the holodeck. They they find out that Janeway, you know, fucked this whole situation up, uh, and are sending them to Federation space because they're basically a bomb. Um, in they find that out in the holodeck and like, so that adds to the stakes for me. Like at the end of this episode. Um, I think they do. Cause I they're think like, they, why they would you a trap us in here? Green. The thing ends, right? And then Janeway walks in. And so it's still in the holodeck. Yeah, they're still on the holodeck and they see a screen that shows them outside that shows that they're nose to nose with the Dauntless, um, which is is Admiral Janeway's ship. Right. I I think that adds to the stakes for me because they're like, well, shit. Now, yeah, now they're now they're facing down the prospect of giving this new ship their virus. It's not. It's not just the. It's not just what happens in the holodeck. It's what's happening outside the holodeck that they find out the information in the holodeck. So that counts to me. So the stakes are high for them. I'm I'm gonna give it like a four. Yeah, I'm gonna say a five. Dylan, three years again. Great. Um, computer. Uh, what's the final score? Calculating. Three point six. Four. Nice. Wow. It's, it's a pretty a good very, holodex it's episode. It's a good holodex episode. Like, yeah. It's got yeah. everything we could possibly want, minus romance. Romance. That's what, that's yeah. what we gave it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well. Anything um, else? I was, was going to try to see how it stacked up against uh, the last episode, but I didn't put in the final rating. The, the last I episode was like a 3.9. It did It was really very well. high. Yeah. Yeah. It did really well. I'm still surprised that it didn't knock the number even to two. It didn't even get two, I don't think. It was missing a couple vital uh, It was below bada bing, bada bang. Mm-hmm. Um, because there were no... In the last one, the the suspense, I think, was low. Um, great. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, everybody. I know these half-hour episodes are a little, a little bit... tough. Uh, yeah. We... We tend to get a little off track, a little more often. <laughs> Hence, if you like talk, if you like hearing us talk about uh, world news slash Los Angeles news, uh, then you're in the right place. Las Vegas news. We're flooding. We're flooding in Los Angeles, baby. It's it's is it still raining. The Great Flood is here. Not today. I don't think it was raining yesterday. Not today. Great. Um, if you like yeah. this podcast, the best thing you can do is share it with somebody else that likes Star Trek or that likes Los Angeles local politics because we talk about that also. If you really, really like the podcast, make sure to subscribe if this is your first time listening. That would be very helpful. We also have a coffee that you can donate to if you really, really like the podcast and you want to keep the lights on, baby, you can donate to that. 
We belong to an amazing network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Check out some of their uh, other content. They are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline. Use the permission from the Midwest Collective. If you really like the podcast, like a lot, and you want to talk more about the podcast and more about Star Trek, you can check out our Discord, which is popping off. It is happening up yeah. in there. I'm going to shout out uh, Stephen Tweedale. Tweedle? 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 Tweedale. Tweedale. I don't know. Uh, who just joined the Discord. And if you um, join the Discord, we'll shout you out on here, too. That's a big deal, also. Uh, until we get, like, a bunch of people joining the Discord, and it's just, like, too much. No, we'll just read them at the end. Out. We're doing at the end, like, those uh, <laughs> infomercials really fast, you know? Those, we'll speed up the voice. <laughs> 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 uh, the uh, computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. And Paramount Plus. You can go, you can go shove you can go it. Shit. We're just a fan podcast. Yeah. Paramount, Paramount Global. <laughs> So leave us alone. We're just having a good time. Anyone have any anything bad about Paramount Plus happen lately? I feel they've like- been getting their shit together. I got to be honest. Uh, the resume watching section has gotten a lot better. When you click on it, it doesn't just start playing. It goes to the 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 they page. Figured that out for We've sure. Got some skip intro buttons. That's that true. Have been I, fixed. I don't have to. I can go in and I can change episodes from the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my one complaint is trying to get my act together trying to start to work out a little bit more so i have mm-hmm. a, uh, an exercise bike in my room um and i have a projector that projects onto the wall so that i can watch stuff while i exercise because the exercise bike don't want in the living room trashy to have yeah. an exercise bike in the living room. so yeah. um <laughs> so i mirror my screen from my phone onto the projector mm-hmm. um so that i can have stuff on on the wall while i watch um so paramount plus won't let me mirror my screen onto the projector. That's because they bullshit. because they think you're they don't want they're trying to protect yeah. against Who, yeah. God knows. So I have to bring my Roku in and hook it up to the projector Ugh. so that I can watch. I mean, which is fine. It's just inconvenient. My Roku's this big, like a little like a little stick. But still, yeah. I'm just like. Just let me mirror my screen. That's not. I'm not doing anything not wrong. Selling just, it. It's fucking psychos. So yeah. So fuck psychos. you, That's, Paramount Global. You suck. <laughs> but also, um, keep yeah, I don't. I don't have any issues with them. I think they have been getting their shit together when it comes to skip intros, resume watching. Um, <laughs> this is the Paramount Plus like uh, review app uh, podcast. Also, if yeah. you want, but there's <laughs> honestly, honestly, most streaming apps suck right now. Like True. everyone has just been like, you ha- kind of have to come to our app if you want to watch it, if you don't have cable. So we don't really give a shit if it's good or not. That's why like, I'm, I'm all just watching. I'm going to the video store again. I'm not streaming shit. <laughs> Blockbuster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just renting movies now. <laughs> I've become um, an old man. Dylan, you're gonna have to let us know when Paramount Plus fixes its space bar is not the play pause button insane issue. shit i still <laughs> cannot believe that that is a thing i'll let you know so yeah that's not exit full screen paramount cool <laughs> all right uh have a good sunday everybody and uh and program <laughs>
And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 